Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. my naughty ones, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe today. Here on Dr. Zoe today, came. we are all about real-world relevant information about love, sex, and relationships. So you know these questions are coming. And being the sex symbol that you are, I'm sure a lot of people out there are curious as when you started dating, when did you start getting into girls? Uh, I mean, my first real memory is um, uh, kindergarten. I remember me and this guy Me and this guy Charles Brothers We used to go into the boys' bathroom And then they show these other two girls um, One named Joyce One named Natasha They go in the girls' bathroom And it was like We were like You go into different doors But you could really crawl under the stall To get to the other bathroom So one guy would crawl under One girl would crawl under And you know We'd be in there Um Basically, you know, doing the dry humping thing. But he sends you an email, and he, this is what he says in the email. So let's pretend I just sent it to you, Dr. Zoe, and I'm actually a lucky guy, and I'm actually getting to bang you. Because that's what I would like to do. <laughs> I mean, if you grew a penis, I'd probably be with you, Laura. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I have a very little penis. I don't know if it would satisfy you. <laughs> John writes in, and he put, do porn stars have a number? In America, we have a number of how many people we've slept with. If so, what's yours, Madison? I really don't know the number because I, I started so I joined the sex industry when I was 18 years old and I, I never I just kept a record of all my partners so I've only ever been able to calculate um, how many I think it's it's possible and I've, I've ended up around the 12,000 mark. Wow, um, I guess, you know, 12,000. No, for sure. Uh- yeah. <laughs> you ate a snake carcass in college, is that right? Oh yeah, no, it wasn't a yeah, it was a dead snake. I I, I played rugby in well, college. Well, carcass is pretty much dead, babe. So like, yeah, but what? So how did that happen? And how did it taste? Someone I overheard someone say, "Gabrus will do it," and I didn't know what they were referring to, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I will." What is it? And they're like, "We found a dead snake. Someone should eat it." And I was like, "I'm not eating that shit." Then someone's like. How about for ten bucks? And I said it's on, and I <laughs> ate it, and it was truly awful. It uh, tasted like a bleach-filled gusher. If you've ever had that candy gushers, it was like biting into that, and it squirted hot poison down my throat. Ew! Ew! Like, were you okay after that, or no? I vomited a bunch and uh, uh, called my then girlfriend to say. I ate a dead snake, aren't you proud? And it was more like then she called her friend's mom, who's a doctor, to make sure I was going to live. 
276 cosmetic procedures. Still sounds crazy, okay? So, like, you've got five implants in each arm, correct? Correct. Okay. And you, so what else, what are some, you got the pecs done, your ass is done, right? Right. What else? We've done five nose jobs, cheeks, lips, chin. Uh, each of them has had a series of different procedures. Uh, I had a cranial problem shave where they can touch from ear to ear across your head and grind down the cranial bone. Um, and then Holy the shit. Brows. Yeah, Holy shit. Have you ever peed on anyone? No, I never. I never peed on anyone. No. Did anyone ever, I mean, did just, anyone just, ever pee just, on you? Well, you know, sometimes, you know, it, <laughs> oh, God. oh, God, come on, Gacy, give it to me. Come on, the listeners, they want to know. I mean, you know, they didn't exactly pee, that they kind of shit on me. Well, you know, that was the turn on, too. <laughs> they shit on you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this got more interesting than what I than what I had <laughs> All right, so I know you've been traveling and you're always going to clubs. You're always hanging out with other celebrities and stuff. Now, be honest with me because this is Dr. Zoe. This is us talking. So did the ashy guy, did it fuck with your game with the ladies? Like if you're with, like, Kevin Hart and Snoop and there's, like, some dime pieces and it's just like, oh, there's that ashy guy, did it ever fuck with your game? It never fucked with it because you got to realize a lot of women like guys that they could help. If you're a dude that's virtually challenged, see, it worked totally opposite of what you... the guy who started Save a Bitch. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, who started Save a Bitch is going to finish Save a Bitch. You got Snoop Dogg standing there, and you got Kevin Hart standing there. Both of them look like they don't need anything. Then you got Ashley Larry standing beside him. What are the women going to say? Damn, he looked like he could use a rub down. He looks like he could get some lotion. So it worked in my favor. And what chick don't want to lotion a man up? Nigga funny with that eel flow. I know nothing but those elbows. These are um, people called objectum sexuals um, or objectophiles. And these are people who have relationships, basically. They feel sexually attracted to um, inanimate objects in their environment. So they feel like they have a relationship with a particular chair, for instance, or a particular ladder. Or a particular Do they grind and fuck the chair? I mean, like, how does oh, yeah, this work? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. Yeah, and this is and it's different than just sort of like a shoe fetish or a chair fetish or whatever, because in those cases you're attracted to just you know the general category. Okay. With object objectophiles, they want that it's particular. It's a specific item. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So gotcha. there's a woman that was you know she was in love and she actually married the Eiffel Tower. Her name was Erica Eiffel. Went through a whole elaborate um, marriage ceremony. Then she got divorced, and she married, um, or maybe it happened the other way around, the, the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, and they think that these objects have personalities and temperaments and, of course, sexual feelings, too. What kind of tips, what kind of things do you teach the audience members to do? Let's talk about, like, maybe one of the most racy things you've done on stage. One of the most racy things I've done on stage um, is probably teaching hand jobs. 
Yeah. It wouldn't seem it wouldn't seem racy, but when you get people on stage in front of an audience and you're literally showing them how to jerk off a penis, they get really uncomfortable. They get really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I, I, my parents never really believed in me. I mean, a lot of uh, people said, "Well, you know, you're lucky, and and you know, you must have supported parents." And I, I think my parents. I've never once told me they were proud of me, except three weeks ago. I got a random wow. email, and my dad said to me, he saw me with Al Pacino and Sylvester Stallone, and he said he was <laughs> proud of me. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, he wasn't proud. He wasn't proud of Jack Welsh. He wasn't proud of all the businesses I owned. He was proud. Uh, so, so thank you, Sylvester and Al Pacino, because now my dad is proud of me. So even, the Trump, even the Trumps. I mean, you hang out with the Trumps. He wasn't yeah, proud of that, that either. That's not impressive. Wow. I hang out with a helicopter. That's not impressive. Raise over a million for charity for uh, for sick children. Not impressive. You know, help tens of thousands of people, hundred thousand all over the world, change countries. Not yeah. impressive. The yeah. fact that you know what I was with Al Pacino and Sylvester Stallone. That was impressive. So. <laughs> But things that I've done that are considered um, outrageous is I, I won a size queening competition amongst Australian porn, um, porn stars about two years ago. And that's um, size queening is, you know, what's the largest object we can fit quickly into a vagina? Oh, my goodness. Um, so that's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, the TMZ, and that was quite recent. And before I went on, they were like, you know how they kid around. They said, pass the paper bags. This is disgusting. I can't wait to see this old hag or whatever. And then we go on and it's Skype. And they say, oh, my God. And then they said, oh, would you pull out a little? Because I was too close to the screen. I said, oh, I said that to a guy last night. And they <laughs> absolutely cracks up. Now, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying every every 78-year-old or any 68 or any 40 or anybody should be happy. They should be who they are. I just happen to be young in this way. Now, there's the answer to your uh, story about anything odd or raunchy. So they really wanted to get me riled up, and they thought they were going to really <laughs> challenge my pool. Well, it's so TMZ, said, right? So, I mean, so, what do you expect? TMZ is all about that. So they, when so they, they asked me. Uh, have you ever eaten out asshole? <laughs> so they really and thought I'd have eat. you ever eaten out asshole, Patty? That's what they asked me. So I made believe that I was slightly offended. I said, gentlemen, I'm 78. I will only do one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you remember about losing your virginity? Um, I remember um, thinking something was wrong when, um, you know, um, when I um, kept, I mean, can I speak like that? Oh, this is 18 and up. For everybody listening, this show is 18 and up. It's mature audience only. We have no FCC regulations because it's it's aired via an app, and I'm so thankful for how much the show has grown and all of our listeners. And you can say fuck, pussy, cock, whatever you want, baby. Uh, well, um, okay, I mean, well, I mean, gotcha. No, I mean, when I, um, when I came, I thought something was wrong because, you know, I had never... Uh, done nothing like that. I don't think I, I don't think I've really seen a porno to you know see that that's natural was supposed to happen. 
But you didn't masturbate before you lost your virginity? You never you never played with yourself and masturbated before you lost your virginity? I don't think so. So the first time you ejaculate is when you lost your virginity and you thought something was wrong. Like, dang, what's coming yeah. out of me? Like that kind of thing? Exactly. But you must have been young to think something was wrong when you had an orgasm. Oh, How yeah, old? I mean, I was young. How old uh, I don't really remember. I don't remember. Uh, could have been like, um, I don't know, could have been 11, 12, 13. I, I, I don't really remember. Okay. I'm sorry, the visual, the visual. I mean, people, the visual of just like someone, was it male or female throwing themselves down the stairs to have an orgasm? A male. A male. So he's like tumbling down the stairs and he busts a nut. Like that's the only way he could bust a nut or what? Yeah, apparently. You know, they're probably not, not good to live in a one-story ranch house. I guess. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I wonder how that came about. Who did you think was going to be cool but was an asshole? Um, I want asshole to somewhere when I, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I explain this. But, you know, when I explain this, I was at a club in Miami um, one night, and I was having a good time, right? And I don't, I do, I, I, I'm around a lot of celebrities. I don't really get uh, too starstruck unless it's somebody that I grew up watching and I admire. But um, I was in a club one night, and um, I was having fun. I was with my girl, whatever. We VIP, we popping bottles. We doing whatever you do in Miami. And this tall, dark guy walked past, and I was like, oh, shit, I looked up. It was Michael Jordan. Right? And I was so, look, listen to you. You I, All I said was his name. You said, mm. That is so wrong. But I'm going to be totally honest. You know, I'll I'll be honest. You said, you, I said by the way, that's like the ultimate chocolate bar right there. Okay, But let ahead. me tell you something. I will say this is not that, you know, I'm kind of touching my sexuality. But when I did see Joy for a second, I was like, damn. I don't care who you are. Did you get a ready? Did you get a second? No, you know, no, you're exaggerating. You're exaggerating. You're exaggerating. You know you're exaggerating. You know you're exaggerating. You know you're exaggerating. No, you're exaggerating. Yeah, but I was, my forehead started sweating a little bit. That's Michael Jordan. Come on. Okay. But I thought, because there's a lot of celebrities out here, a lot of names out here that are really fascinated and enjoyed the Chappelle show. And this got me through some conversation with some, like, big names. And I thought, when I saw Jordan, he would possibly be a fan of Chappelle show. So I went up to him, and I did every catchphrase I ever did on Chappelle show. I said, hit me two times. I'm rich, bitch. Right? And the last thing he wanted to do is look Michael Jordan in his face and say, I'm rich, bitch. That's Michael Jordan. And I could tell he didn't vocally say it, but his eyes looked like, I'm richer, bitch. And I think he went and plucked one of his cigar ashes on the top of my bald head. Oh, so shit. I won't say that um, he oh, was shit. an For asshole. Real, but or is that bullshit? No, that's the true story. He that's asked on Ashy. He asked on. He asked on you for real. He, he, oh, he okay. asked. He asked you, on you were even more Ashy that night, weren't you? Some people go overboard. I have one friend who has a 13 by 16 inch penis. So Holy it all depends shit. what you're what? trying to achieve. Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> 13 do, by 16. 13 around by 16 long when he's erect. Yeah. So what was the reason for your friend that did the 13 by 16 inch penis? He actually did it himself, and he did a series of silicone <laughs> injections 
Um, I also think he did all his own body and uh, tattoos while he was in jail. But um, he's, 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 he's a really cool guy, very, like, puppy, puppy chulo, muscly, been on steroids since he's been 17 years old. He looks like a caricature of a human being. And in all honesty, he actually is an artist. I lied. You know, wow. He's a painter. He's a painter in New York City, and he can't even wear, like, regular jeans or trousers. He has to – he can only wear, like, athletic, like uh, – Yeah, because okay. he's, ha- he's hanging. 16 inches is a lot of he inches. He has to wear – Biker shorts, two pairs of biker shorts to hold it up against his legs. Holy crap. <laughs> it's, Holy it's crap. It's definitely something to be seen. He does webcam porn, too. Groovy, baby. So let's get down to the nitty-gritty because... Oh, I, th- I thought we already did. No, we so haven't. So there's more gritty. We, we really more haven't. Gritty. Yeah, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. You're very controversial. You have a lot of controversy out there. And, of course, you know, I think everyone pretty much knows that knows you or knows who you are. So what is the downside of success? What are some of the, you know, the more things that have happened that have been the downside of your success? Well, you know, listen, the controversy comes from the byproduct of haters. And I always tell people, if you haven't been sued, then you haven't done enough business. But uh, the downside of fame uh, and success is that people just want to sue you because you have money. There's three ways to get rich in America. One, win the lottery. Two, work for it. That's not very attractive. And number four, I'm going to sue you for it. So a lot of people will take things. I mean, I'm probably one of the few people on the planet who've been sued for sexual harassment for someone I never even met. How important do you feel that the size of a man's penis is? Um, I'd say if it's above four and a half and below nine, it doesn't matter. Like, that's that's a perfect range. And sometimes if it's too small, you have trouble reaching and stimulating certain areas, and then that's an actual problem. And on the other side, it could be a problem for the man because he might feel self-conscious. Then, then the, the other side is um, <laughs> anything over nine – is you're just showing off. That's, that's what it is. You're just, <laughs> you're just showing off. It's show all off. your fault that you were born that it's way. It's like, all your fault that yeah. you were born with a gigantic dick. We're talking to Brian Cheatham, who is the creative director of Chippendale. And what are some of the craziest things that happen on the road with the guys? Because I imagine like being oh, on the wow. road and being on tour is totally different. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, some of the crazy stuff that happens. I mean, do they have to, like, kick out girls out of the hotel rooms and stuff? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can tell you all this, but... You can I, tell I, I me. Guess, you can tell. Don't I'll... mention names. Don't mention names. All right, I this was fantastic. Today, so, I mean, come on. All right, so once I, this is fantastic. It was like Jerry Springer. <laughs> I mean, I got my video camera out, and I was taping this, because one of my homeboys, he had double booked. Alright, so uh, he, uh, so he had told this girl, hey, come to the show, and and we'll hang out afterwards. Well, he forgot that he had told another girl to come to the show also, so they're both at the show. So he told one girl, he was like, oh, shoot, I, I, you know, I don't know what to do. So he just told the one girl, listen, I'm feeling sick, uh, I'm not going to be able to hang out, so I'll check you later. So he goes back to the hotel with the other girl. So the other girl shows up in the same hotel because girls get a little crazy like that. She's like, something don't sound right. And so she starts banging on his door because she hears something going on. He opens the door. The girl's in there. She goes in, starts fighting with the girl. My homeboy is like, yo, what's going on? 
It was crazy. Did you get this on video for real? Oh, I did, but that'll never oh. be released until, oh, I, I, oh, until I do my documentary. <laughs> yeah, but the, doc, the confidential coach, I mean, I got dibs. I got dibs on that. Okay. <laughs> Stressed writes in, I fucked up with the girl that I love. We broke up about a month ago. I'm dating this really hot chick just to make her jealous. And it's working. I think my ex wants me back. The problem is the dumb hot girl that I'm currently dating thinks she's pregnant. Should I dump her anyway? What would you say? I would say for starters, fuck you, stressed. You should not refer to a woman who's willing to sleep with you as the hot dumb girl, okay? She is, that is a awful thing to call someone, even if she is stupid as fuck and hot as fuck. If you're if she's gracing you with her vagina, you should treat her with <laughs> Especially if she's potentially the mother of a fucking child of yours. Yeah, she's... no shit. Okay, so this was the story of a sexual cannibal um, in Germany in the, the early, I think it was, I think in 2002, 2003. Um he placed an ad online recruiting basically a um, another gay man that wanted to be eaten. So he was the he was the can he was the sexual cannibal, but there are also a class of people apparently out there in the world that that, that desire to be or have parts of them eaten for sexual gratification, for the ultimate sexual gratification. Mm. So there was a response to this ad that he posted at this website called the Cannibal Cafe, which mm. has since been. Removed. It was it was supposed to be a fantasy fight. So how how long ago is this? When did this happen? This was this was maybe ten years ago or so. Okay, gotcha. And um, this young man volunteered to be eaten. He went over to the guy's house, um, and the sexual cannibal himself was actually. I mean, if you looked at him from an outside perspective, he looked like a normal guy. He was a mm. computer programmer or an engineer or something like that. Oh my god. And um, <laughs> but he had a. You know, he had a he had some sort of really kinky, um, you know, torture chamber. Kinky in his house. is an understatement. Yeah, kinky, kinky is, is an understatement. All right, so he has like a torture chamber and stuff. Yeah. So basically, um, I, I cited this example because it, it actually poses somewhat of a philosophical problem in terms of defining harm clearly when we're talking about sexual deviance, because um, uh, when it actually culminated the event, um, the the person who was eaten actually begged the cannibal to eat him. Um, oh. So it was definitely sort of a, it, it was a mutual volitional consenting. act. You know, consent. It was a two adult, you know, consensual, consenting sexual partners. Um, they dined on his penis together, I believe, before he was actually eaten. They uh, what and, on his penis? They dined on his penis together? Yeah, and I think the, the cannibal said it was a chewy or something along those lines. That's sort of a notorious oh, comment. Oh, my gosh. You want some nice little boy and package it, but then you'll find that little man and who will be all there's your needs, lots, but then you'll dump him. Of, there's lots right. of them. There's and lots of them. And then you'll dump him because you're not being challenged by them because you need Aww. to be challenged and intellectually stimulated. So you want an A-player, powerful guy to fit in your box, and that's impossible. No, I don't, want them to sit, I don't want them to sit in my box. I yes, want them to do. be themselves and be creative. No yeah. way. I've already had those relationships where I could walk them on a leash. I don't want anyone I can walk on a leash. I want someone your, that uh, your last, challenges Your last relationship me. was like that. Come on. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and so, so, so the problem is that you're always too busy. You, you always have, I'm working this, I'm working that, right? And work is number one in your life. And no matter how you put it, that's what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what drives you, and that's what you love. And so I love the it, way you flipped the script on me and made this about me when I was asking uh, you the Well, question. it is about you. Did you fuck Madonna? No, we, no, we, no, we did not have sex. But how do you have been so well-behaved, baby? So I want you to fake your best orgasm for me right now, right here, for me, because let's face it, we've all faked orgasms. So I don't even like to use the word fake orgasm. I really don't. I like, if you're not getting it in one place, express it in another. Who the hell cares? You know? And by the way, instead of telling yourself you're faking it, really do it. And guess what? It can turn you on. Start with the sound. Start with the moan. Start with the movement. Get it going. And instead of saying, I'm faking, say, I'm kind of enjoying In fact, I'm getting turned on. So don't put yourself down. <laughs> you know, yes. go to it. <clears throat> the sounds Absolutely. that you make, they're real. Make them real. And yes. they'll be remembered real. Like, oh, 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 oh. You know, they may be remembered real, but come on, honey, give me more. Give me more, honey. Oh, yes, yes. Quite as good, but I like this. <laughs> All right. <laughs>